Welcome to Center of Attention, the podcast. My name is Seth Everett. Normally, we do this show with either a former NBA player, Tom Thomas, or a host of other great broadcasters, including David Moulton from Fox Sports Florida, Jay Mariotti, longtime columnist and broadcaster, and many, many more. This podcast comes from a Twitch show. We do the show Monday through Friday live, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll take the episodes that we do online and turn them into this podcast. You can download this podcast at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you can find podcasts, but you can see the show live and on archive by going to the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Seth Everett. And if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can subscribe to the channel for free. That's right. Just link your Amazon Prime and a Twitch account, and suddenly you can subscribe to one channel and not pay a penny for it. You subscribe for free, and we get the subscription. Go to www.twitch.tv slash Seth Everett for more information. Now enjoy this episode of Center of Attention. Your attention, please. Ladies and gentlemen... Now batting for the Yankees, number two, Derek Jeter. And why am I doing that? Because you can hear me. You can hear me. Can you hear me? Did he freeze? Is that how we're starting this thing? You froze for a minute. No, you froze. (laughs) I was talking this whole time. Okay, somebody froze. Well, I'm with you now, though. I want to say thank you. Thank you to Danielle, uh, John, Lyle. uh, We said Danielle. I say the girls twice. Uh, Rick, Todd, Dan, Dave. All for following in the last five seconds because what is now live? SethEverett.com. That's what's up. You can go to SethEverett.com and you can see this show and we're live on there. We're also live on Facebook and we're live on YouTube. So we're all alive everywhere. And right. the biggest story of the weekend, I don't care what's going on. I'm what's telling the biggest story? you, the biggest story of the weekend is I have a microphone that is not maxed out to 100, and <laughs> I sound crystal stinking clear. You do sound pretty good. Like, seriously, it sounds different? Can you no, tell the difference? Good. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. No, this thing, and I can't pull it out. I can't, I can't show you what it looks like. It's this little red doohickey. It uh-huh. glows green. And all it means is my mic works. <laughs> ah, so good. So good. That's good How stuff. are you, man? I feel like yeah, I haven't talked man. to you in a week. Seems like it, right? I didn't yeah, do a show Friday. We couldn't do a show Friday. Right. And, and how come? How, you, were, you were traveling. Oh, I was away. I was how, away. How, was, how was the travel? Oh, it was really nice. Um, yeah. We went to the Hamptons. Oh, holy. Oh, the Hamptons. Oh. Um, my uh, daughter's best friend from camp. Uh, they rented a house on the, okay. in the Hamptons, and they only had it for three more days, and they told us to come out that day, and we came out. It's a beautiful house, um, beautiful backyard. It was really, really nice. But they, I mean, the guy, the, 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 the father, you know, my, my friend Kevin, uh, he's a doctor. He's a plastic surgeon. And when New York City was overrun, wow. he opened up his office free of charge to non-COVID patients. Meaning if you had an ailment, you, if you had something wrong with you right. and you couldn't go to a hospital because they're overrun with COVID people, come mm-hmm. to him and he'll take care of you. And he did. 
That's and, good stuff. Yeah, he's a great guy. Really good guy. Um, good and they he gets tested like all the time. Mm-hmm. And they don't go anywhere. Like it's it, it was it was so nice because I felt very comfortable. I wasn't thinking about COVID. I mean, we talked about it a bunch, but we, I didn't feel like that. My kids, they could hug the friends. You know, they, these the, the, her best friend in the world. She hugged her, and that felt really nice for her. They wore masks at the beginning, and we took pictures of it, and it was cute, you know what I mean? But it was just nice to relax for a second. You know, it was just nice to just chill out for like a second. Um, Yeah, it was very, very very cool. Um, That's cool. cool. We had had something where – so we have a family, um, another homeschool family um, that we know that we go to homeschool co-op classes with, right? So they have a daughter around Imani's age, another daughter around baby Sierra's age. Mm-hmm. Um, so they we invited them over, but they were still social distancing. So it was like a social distance right. um, play date, totally. right? Totally. So so they're swimming, they're in the pool, right? But they're keeping distance by each other. And I should I should have videoed it when I saw it when but I when I chlorine supposedly kills COVID. So you know that's what they say, right? Yeah. So but but they're still keeping their distance in the pool. So they were they were playing. Baby Sierra and her friend were playing patty cake, but it was six feet apart. <laughs> and it was they were like, "That's funny." I was like, "Oh, that looks so pitiful." That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, look at this!" That looks I should, really I should have videoed it. Yeah, that looks that's very strange. That's very yeah, that's odd. A, it was pitiful. <laughs> uh, that was very, very odd. And uh, my last thing on that, my daughter's friends has an older brother, and he's. Oh. Um, I, I, she's 11, 12, so he's 13, four, 14. He's 14. Okay. And he was very nice, you know, very polite kid, but he was on his own for the most part until during dinner he found out that I do a podcast that sometimes talks about Star Wars. Wow. No, that, that was the icebreaker right there, huh? Whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you think? What do you think, Solo? Rise of Skywalker? What do you think? What do you right, think? right, right. You know, was, I was, I was talking like, to I was like, dude, dude, I'm trying to be polite here. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> so that was that was re- really really fun. Um, sports. Well, sports was really really uh, amazing. Uh, okay. This is a very weird time in sports yes. because it's August, and we're in supposedly in the dog days of August. And August, right. you're supposed to be like the baseball season is dragging. Uh, right. Sprint, you know, football is starting. Right. Um, and none of that's going on. Like baseball's in this weird conundrum. They had two more cancellations. The Cincinnati Reds got a, had a player test positive, and then, um, and then the NBA and the NHL are just in full swing. And today the NA, uh, NBA playoffs start. And right. you know, I, I, look, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I'm not, you, you know how I feel. The mm. playoffs compel me. Regular season fluff does not f- compel me. So oh my ne- gosh! Did, did you see the playing game over the weekend? Yes, that was pretty cool. That, but that had a playoff feel. That was a playoff game. Okay. If it right. has stakes, I'm in. What I couldn't deal with, I didn't need to see Milwaukee, Brooklyn. That that didn't do anything for me. That my my argument for the NBA now is you have your playoffs, and this is what you came to the bubble for. So go all out and let's see it. Let's well, see you- the drama. Let's well, see it great and. I'm all I'm all in. I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna root. I'm not so gonna root. I this. don't care who wins. Let me ask you this, Seth, because over the weekend, um, Alvin Gentry got fired. He's the yeah, head coach New of New Orleans, right? Yeah. So they're in a situation where they weren't really in the running for the playoffs. They were not. 
coming in, they really weren't. Nobody really thought they was going to win, anything like that. It was really more just to get some of the young guys, get a look at Zion, get a look at Lonzo Ball, who didn't play very well in the bubble, by the way. Um, Lonzo Ball didn't. But we know he can play. It's not no, like no, but they were mathematically alive, so that that's why they were invited to the bubble. They were mathematically alive, but not realistically expecting to right. make it. If that right. makes sense. So, so, so you have those parameters. You know that you're not really realistically expected to make it, right? You know Zion is hurt. You're just kind of getting his feet wet, you know, and minutes restricting. You can only play him so many minutes. That's what Alvin Gentry is getting from the management now, right? So their season goes. Of course, they don't make the playoffs, which nobody thought they would. And then they fire Alvin Gentry. I know. Hey, the bubble's over. I was like, that's messed up. What out of the that's- bubble. By the way, you're out of the bubble. You can go wherever you want. You can hit Magic City if you want, but don't come back. That's messed up, man. It was that, good timing. I, I thought that was messed up. The timing you know? was very weird. The timing, yeah. the timing was odd. Um, and, but but there there's there, there there's that. And like I said, you have, and this is a very strange week. And mm-hmm. this is, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. But one of the things that has to be noted, mm-hmm. today's the start of the Democratic convention. <laughs> You're yeah. going up against the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, which has never happened in history. Right. You have at least eight baseball games, and you have all kinds of college football drama. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm not compelled to go watch virtual Zoom chats. If they were, and I'm not saying they should have had people. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not losing my head when it comes to COVID, right. Right. but COVID has taken the, 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 the fervor out of the conventions, and I don't know who's speaking tonight, and I'm not planning on seeing it. My plan is I want to watch the NBA, the NHL, and some baseball. No, I agree. I think most sports fans will agree with you as well. But I think that the, the, the thing that will, you know, the, the question is, when else would they have it? When would be a better time? About no, it, 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 it's unfortunate. The whole thing's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing, it's not, I'm not blaming the Democrats or the Republicans. The, the, right. COVID happened. This year has been strange. I mean, this is a year where the presidential candidates are not going to have frequent flyer miles. I mean, they're right. not going anywhere. Right. They're, they're not going anywhere. And, and this is not, this part's not by. This is not, this part's not Biden's fault, but Biden's not captivating me. And mm. yes, he's better than the knucklehead. And I had an incident with the knucklehead this weekend. Yeah. God, I'm so distraught over it. I can't even tell you. Yeah. But uh, so for those of you who don't know, and I can put the picture <laughs> on the screen. For those of you who don't know, um, I have 20 years of history with the New York Jets. I'm covering them now for Sports Illustrated. But um, I met my wife in 2003 because of the Jets. I was covering Jets and Giants games for Fox Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I, I got the chance. And then in 2009, I worked for ESPN, and I did a show with their place kicker. While he was kicking for the team, I did a show with Jay Feely. And mm-hmm. it was cool as heck because we would interview players that the media relations people weren't giving us, and that was fine. <laughs> and we, right. just, we just walked in, and I got to go to rooms where it says no media allowed. And it was right. great. Right. And Jay, uh, one year, it was Thanksgiving, and we were heading down to Virginia, and Jay wanted to do the show. We couldn't do it live. And he came to my house. And in this, sit, we sat at this desk and we, pre, we, um, we pre-recorded it. 
and oh. he brought he came with Chinese food. He brought Chinese food for my whole family, and my daughter was like two, and he brought her a toy. So this is a guy, he's an NFL player, and mm-hmm. he stopped off at like a Toys R Us or some store to buy a little something because he knew he was coming over and we had a baby. And I just, I, I've always, I adore Jay Feely. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Feely is one of the nicest people around. He just, that's that's the, the, the best way to describe him. Mm-hmm. And this weekend... On Saturday, Jay Feely played golf with Donald Trump. Yeah. And his brother dies. <laughs> J- yeah. Not Jay's. Uh, Trump's brother died. And there's a really good chance that uh, Jay was with Trump when it happened. And he wrote something on Facebook. And I'll show it to you guys. Um, because it's important just to acknowledge that this is how I found out about it. Not from the news. You know, this is not a fake news. Like Jay Feely is a Facebook friend of mine who who is he's a friend of mine. I'm and I'm not I'm not apologizing for that. (laughs) So this was Jay Feely. This this is on the screen. It says, what an epic day. Had the honor of playing golf with President Trump today. And he and I were partners that truly enjoyed talking about our families, talking politics and listening to his earnest desires for our country. We even had an unexpected flyover from two F-15s as we stood on the tee box. I started with a birdie and closed with a birdie. Truly unbelievable. I'm still amazed I got the opportunity to do that. What yeah. am I supposed to say to that? I mean, it's, it's I mean, because y'all were friends. So it's kind of like, and I can relate it to. Please do. Uh, Danny, I can relate it to Danny Chase. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I worked with him for Not where I thought you were going. <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying. I worked. We we worked together for like a whole season, yeah. and then all of a sudden he, he lets the cat out the bag and says, "You know, well, uh, I I I've been hiding my MAGA hat in the in, <laughs> off camera, but you know, I'm a proud Trump supporter, and I'm gonna vote." And, I, and it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I don't know where we go from here." You know what I mean? So I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> That's so weird. The whole thing. And what I wrote, what I commented on that Facebook post was uh forgive me if this is the most if, if, if this is my takeaway from the whole thing was you're in new jersey because he lives in arizona <laughs> and i want to know how he got to new jersey because right. i'm not going on airplanes and i i, I just was i was yeah. dumbfounded but anyway jay feely was trending sunday uh-huh. all day <laughs> and not in a good way not and a good like like there were some shots taken like you know when my brother dies i'd like to make sure that i'm with a better nfl place kicker it was that kind of stuff it was that's a little tough i mean it was interesting because i i haven't really heard trump mention his brother much before you know brother is was suing the niece is that who wrote the book i don't know no no no. you know the book it's been in the news she wrote the book about him oh reasonable okay yeah 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 that's his niece I don't know the relation. I don't know, but she, the the, the brother the brother that died uh, sued the niece. The brother that died sued the niece, the... not Denise. I don't know who Denise right, is. Right, 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 Denise. I got you. The yeah, niece. you know it's interesting because I was reading his, his thing. I guess his tweet or whatever, where he said, you know, he was my best friend and he was my. I was like, I thought Roger Stone was your best friend. 
Oh, I don't remember, remember mentioning his brother. What about what? Michael Cohen? Michael Cohen's like, I was your best friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> I took a bullet for you, man. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, well, Trump is tough. He's friends with you until you get in trouble, then he don't know you. <laughs> then he's like, I don't even know who that person is. Like, know. oh, wait, here's 10 pictures with you, with with, with him. Yeah. I still don't know who he is. I take pictures with a lot of people. And again, I'm like, dang, Trump, that's tough. <laughs> And again, I, I, you know, you've met presidents. I've met presidents. Like we're we're not we're not starstruck by the, the by the office. Like I was amazed. Right. I met President Bush. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, uh, and I didn't vote for President Bush, but yeah. I, I thought he was awesome. I thought he was he was really awesome, and I stand by that, and I always will. Um, <laughs> did he sleep on Katrina? Yeah, he totally did. He didn't he didn't take care of New Orleans, but yeah, that's Iraq. not. You know, Iraq, you could I, say oh, he, botched Iraq. he botched yeah. Iraq. He botched Iraq. No, they, 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 there's all there's all that. But that that's part of it. But that doesn't mean how often do how often do you meet somebody? You met Barack Obama, correct? Well, I was, I was a surrogate, so I was uh, kind of working right. for him. But when he was a candidate or when he was the president? Um, Before and after. Before and after. Yeah. Uh, Jim writes and says, uh, to be fair, how often did Obama mention his brothers and sisters? Not in day to day life. That's but, true, but, but he but, didn't but mention also, showerheads. Right, but also it's just the way that he said that he was my best friend. That was the part that kind of threw my me off. Best friend, like, yeah, I never heard of him. Like I would heard something about him before. You know what I mean? That's all. You know, you would have thought the um the debate that's raging on, and mm-hmm. this is what has bothered me a great deal. And if we had done a Friday show, that would have brought I would have brought that up. I mean, it, it, look. College sports are driving me mad. I bet. I, I, I got all fired up today because, you know, I dig those Miller and Moulton guys in, in Florida, and they uh, did a, they do a great show. I'm not they, – they didn't do a bad show today. I, I just – they want football. They want football. They, they, they want what is their What is their reasoning for wanting football? I think what one of their, them has a financial no. interest in it, and okay. the other one just wants it. And, you know, they, they want it. Because they don't have kids that age, and and there's nothing. And some Michigan doctor, I guess, said something of debunking the enlarged heart thing, and I couldn't find the article. And I read New York Times piece that said, you know, people who don't realize just how bad this is for young kids to get these heart problems, and they talk a great deal about the Boston Red Sox pitcher that um, that had you know that, that had COVID. He was really mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, never went hot to the hospital, but he, he was really sick. He comes back. He's ready to pitch for the Red Sox. And then they find out he's, um, he's got this heart issue, this myocarditis. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say it. No, that's um, a serious one though. It's not like a, so my heart issue, I needed a valve replaced. Right. That's that different. Uh, that's not, right. you didn't have myocarditis. Right. This, that is a serious issue. It's not like a little thing. So when people are talking about heart issues, you know, if there is a chance that 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 you playing now, you know, could subject you to that, that's not even a chance that you take. Mm-hmm. You just don't, you know, and, and, and moving forward, looking at your life. I mean, even beyond sports, your whole life is different if you do have this. It's not, you know, so it's like the ramifications where people are saying, well, there's a chance. That's why I reacted so strongly with with Coach Beheim and Dino Babers. I was like. Come on young now, kids, you gotta, yeah, no, no, young kids don't die from this, and yeah, you, that's you what can. they said, and yeah, they that's, both that's, said it. And I think I'm, I'm more offended. My wife's getting tired of it because <laughs> we t- we took a walk 
around our block yesterday. We ran into our neighbor, and uh -oh. first thing I brought up, college football. How's college football happening? I don't understand this. And it bothers me to such the level that I want it to be someone else. And, what do you mean? Uh, all right. The way we're doing school, they haven't said whether they're uh, uh, aborting their hybrid plan, but we took a survey. You had to okay. fill out a form, a Google form, uh, for your children to say whether you want to do the hybrid, go to school sometimes, ha half virtual, or just virtual. And okay. we opted for virtual. And my okay. attitude has been, and it sounds callous, but I've said this to neighbors and I've said it to people in my town. Let some other people's kids be the guinea pigs. Of course. You want that? You you have it. And if, it, were, if it turns out to be great in two months, we'll send them. I have no problem with that. Prove me, prove me wrong. See, if, if you think that's going to work, that's going to work. Fine. I, I agree 100%. And, okay. I mean, you remember back in April or May yes. when I first had the AAU guys on? Yep. That was before everything was really shut down. And my position was, we're going to let somebody else be the guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be the guinea pigs. And I think that's and, where I got the phrase from. Right. Right. Now, right, right. In, for colleges, and we're Syracuse guys. And for, for those of you who are new to the show, uh, first of all, welcome. Uh, second of all, doesn't my mic sound great? Um, <laughs> and third of all, um, we're Syracuse alums. Right. You know, I'm class of 96. It's Hans class of 2000. Uh, right. He played for the basketball team. I covered the basketball team. And we're, 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 we bleed orange. I mean, we're orange people. And I've said all along, that campus is my Disneyland. That mm -hmm. is my Disneyland. I walk onto that campus and I feel better about myself. I get more motivated. I want more from my career and from my life and from my children and from my family. I, I get pushed by Syracuse University. And what I'd like is for them to say, we're going virtual and we're canceling this football season and let Alabama be them. Because you know what my show would be due? My, my, my show open would have been, boy, those Alabama guys, good luck. Good and I, luck. Would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't care as much. But it's, this know. is hitting home. And I, I'm annoyed. I watched all of Babers over the weekend. Boy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 he couldn't last on this show. We would kill him. Yeah, we uh, Metaphorically, not physically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, press, I mean, I think the same with Coach Beheim, to be honest with you. Oh, I mean, because, because he's the worse. Points, the points that they're making are just not valid. They're not accurate. They're not valid. There's no, they're baseless. I mean, they're, the points they're to make, they might as well just say, we just want to come back to play because we just want to come back to play. They're just leaving it at that. It's crazy. <laughs> because, but the points they're making are so, did you see where the football team sat out of practice again? Right? Yeah, Friday. Friday, right. So their testing procedure is that they're going to test twice a week, correct? So let's just say, for instance, they test on Monday, right? So it will take, they said it would take around 48 hours for them to get the test results back. Mm -hmm. It's not like a next day thing, you know, at least 48 hours. So they test on Monday. They go in and practice Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday after practice, they get the test, right? So say two people come up positive. Their, their procedure is they're going to remove the two people out and quarantine them and go on with everything else as normal until they test again on Friday. Mm -hmm. My issue with that is the same thing that we brought up when we was talking about to the TBT tournament. 
all of the people now who were exposed by those two people that tested positive, who practiced with the entire team for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you don't know what they're, what, you know, they were exposed now. So now everything has to shut down, but they're not doing that. So they're going to just keep going, remove the two people, and then have everybody practice all at, with the people who were exposed. That doesn't make logical sense. And that's my problem. When, when the TPT started telling us what their procedure is, we said, okay, that makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? One person from a right. team test positive, the whole team is disqualified, and they're all sent and kept sent. That's exactly that makes right. sense. This does not make logical sense, Seth. So here's what this guy Kevin told me, and this is this is my new knowledge. I don't know if he's right. I, I don't I don't know. And Lee, thank you very much because Lee just said, boy, my mic sounds great. He does. <laughs> it, I, I'm so excited about this microphone. I can't even tell you. I've had this microphone for 10 years. It's never sounded this loud. This is as loud as it goes. Uh, no, it's not even. I lowered it. Um, he said that COVID is only transmittable through your nose. And well, who is this? Who is this? That this is? is Kevin. This is the doctor that I was telling you about that we were on fr with Friday. Okay. He right. said it's only transmittable through your nose. Okay. And you could have the virus in your nose and not test positive, even to a nasal swab, if the virus hasn't expanded enough. Oh, wow. So, and I said, well, how long does that take? He said 10 to 14 days. Oh, goodness. So, the point, again, if he's right, and I don't know that he's not right. I, I don't know. Right. But he, the way he said it, so if I am uh, Polly, let's mm -hmm. just pick a name. No, 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 I have a better one. If I'm Danny Shays, okay. and, <laughs> and I'm a, a lineman for the, I don't know, Syracuse Orange, and right. I play, I'm a right guard, right? Okay. He's the right guard. Right. And he doesn't, let's say, say he doesn't go out to a party. He just goes to a store. And he has to get something or some how he got it. I, I don't know. Right. And he, he he's on an airplane and he took his mask off for a half hour, you know, or, or something. Who knows? And he has it. But he he gets to campus and he tests and it's negative. But he has it. It's in right. his nose. In nose. Yeah. And he goes onto the field and now he's pushing and tackling and touching and all over yeah, his opponent. Crazy. No, it's that makes no sense. It doesn't make logical now, sense. It doesn't make sense for the NFL either, just for the record. That's true. But the NFL, I'll say this. I've seen the protocols, and I'll tell you my story about how I did not get to go to Jets practice because of the protocols. And okay. I'll I I can explain that. But in the college sense, okay. if you are that kid, that's how nine guys, what's the school? Missouri? Well, Oklahoma University Oklahoma. just tested. Yeah. Oklahoma. If you're yeah. Oklahoma, that's how simple it is. Mm -hmm. And that's my whole argument. That is my whole argument. You don't know about spots on lungs, and you don't know about enlarged hearts. So when somebody gets COVID, your reaction should only be, holy crap. Yep, I agree. That's your only reaction. And in this reaction, and it's getting so political, and like I said, I, I hate that I this is a dark side of my personality, but I'm saying I want the SEC to bury themselves. Like go go get them, Ed Orgeron, and all, all you knuckleheads. Yeah. Go get them. Go play Alabama, Auburn, 
play them play a best out of five i don't care do whatever you want to do but then it's not me and this was my attitude about steroids i was like this about steroids because all you know i covered baseball when everybody was on steroids and people would say don't aren't you offended by steroids and i was like no you know what i am if you're a friend of mine i'm scared for your health right right if I don't know you, I don't care. I don't give a crap that Sammy Sosa did steroids. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. I don't know him. I don't know him, but I did know Ken Griffey Jr. And if yeah. I found out Ken Griffey Jr., I would have been mad as hell. And that's, but I'm selfish that way. Like, that's a selfish feeling. And if you want to tell me that this is political and that the SEC is all red states and you want to let them play, go play. How you're justifying the Atlantic Coast conference the acc which is a conference i don't even like and i don't even want to be in i don't either (laughs) i don't either i mean i i I agree with you 100 it's just it's it's unfortunate because you're dealing with um kids you're dealing with kids that are 17 18 19 years old they still have teen in the back of their their age so you know they they are having to deal with things where adults are making the decision for them and they, they are acting irresponsibly with their decision. So it's one thing when you have professionals, you know, we have professional NFL players, professional, you know, NBA players, and they're, they're grown and they're making a decision and stuff like that. These are kids, right? right? So whether, whether I know them or not, they are kids. And so it's, it's, I'm seeing all the different people, you know, posting different things on social media. They, they've taken their, their son to, to this university. They dropped their daughter off on this university. Their, their son is going to play here. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's it's that part where, you know, when you, listening to Coach Mayheim and Coach Babers, and this is one of the things that the, the, the round table that we had of the guys um, said, when you entrust your son or daughter to a coach, you are expecting that coach to have their best interest at heart. That's, I don't remember who said it, but you know, it was, it was very profound because that's what you're expect. That's the expectation when they sit in your living room and look you in the eyes and they're talking to you, you know, over dinner or whatever it is on the recruiting trip. And they tell you that they promise that they will treat your, your son like he's one of their own sons yep. and he would do all that different stuff. And, and that's what that, right. You, you, when I see coach Babers and coach Bayheim making the points that they make, I'm like, wow. Like that's 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 almost like a you know breach of contract here. You know what I mean? That's that's a, it's it's that's, wild. Yeah. Now Jim says uh, uh, Oklahoma's problem was that the kids left campus during the break. Yes. Now right. th- th- there's this counter argument that you can take football players and isolate them. There used to be a thing. The NCAA outlawed this because it was a form of segregation, I believe. Was right. that there was athlete dorms? Yeah. There was yep. out, and and SU it, it's different because the athletes live on South Campus. South Campus, so all the athletes live on South Campus, but right. all the athletes along with all the other regular students that can get into if South. If an Campus. athlete, if you're a if you're a volleyball player though, you can play. You can live in Mount Olympus if you want, right? Yeah, I think anybody can choose to live in the dorms, but nobody. If you have the choice, you're not. You, nobody you choose. Chooses. Okay. Yeah. So so the the argument is at all these colleges, they all have something like that. If college football, and this is the NFL's point, is it's a $15 billion industry, you find a way to get things done, right? Well, in college football, it's not 15, but it's 5 or $10 billion. Right. 
put the athletes in, put the players in somewhat of isolation. Bubble. In a bubble. And then the only time they get out of the bubble, they do all their classes virtual. Okay. And you're in a bubble. You have all your meals brought to you. You don't go anywhere. I mean, you don't go anywhere. And then the only time you're actually mingling with other people is the opponent. And you trust that the other opponents are doing the same thing. The problem with that, though, <clears throat> is if I'm a regular student and I look and I see, okay, the football techers are, on this, are in this protective bubble and, and we're not at all, that would raise a red flag for me. Right. Um, you're, you're having these extra safety precautions for the football players that you're not having for the regular students. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I, I tweeted this and sometimes when you tweet something, you don't know how it's going to go viral and stuff like that. This one got a lot of attention. So you, you give me your response to this tweet. Okay. Seth, okay. I said the amount of money that they're saying some colleges and universities will lose if they don't have a football season is showing that they're not even really colleges. They're just football programs that teach classes as a side hustle. <laughs> uh huh. Do you disagree with that? I mean, it's a reality, but I have an I I have an idealistic point of view on that because okay. you know I'm of the belief that st uh, student athletes should be able to earn money. Definitely. And I don't think and, and but student athletes should not be paid on top of that because the scholarship is the payment. And anyone who has ever been that I've come across in my 26 years of doing this, anytime there has been, uh, should athletes get paid? Um, if they, if they say, uh, uh, yes, I say, do you have student loans? Cause anybody with student loans knows they got paid. And, but what I don't like is and this is why I think most athletes agree with me in that is I don't like the rules in that if you wanted to work on Marshall Street at the uh the, at Fagan's you okay. should be able to right and that's wrong that, that you're you're a human being you can't have it both ways they can't take some of your freedoms but then expect you to just prosper and my whole argument has been take the restrictions away now, if you want to say that'll open up shady nonsense because now the star quarterback will go to a car dealer and he'll make money, you know, for making appearances. Listen, we're headed there anyway. That's true. I mean, so, that's you know what I'm saying? So, but but you I I don't want the players to get salaries because they get a salary and there was a stretch. Yeah, see, and that that's where I disagree. I, I don't think you. they get a salary. I, I think they get benefits. So it's like Fine. if you work at McDonald's and you get to eat there for free, you know what I mean? Right. So, so you know, yeah, I think they get benefits, but I wouldn't term it as a salary. And what if you they, work at McDonald's, you can eat there for free. Well, some restaurants, some restaurants you can, some restaurants you no, can. Can we get I mean, to the bottom of this? Does anybody know? Hey, hey, when I used to work for Casa Bonita back in in high school, I could eat for free. So that what? was a, that was the situation we had. Oh, wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, um, all the sopapillas and nachos that I could. Oh, man, <laughs> get out yeah, all the fun. I worked at Blockbuster and I got all out of movies. You got the movies, right? So that was the benefit. And the so movies. so it's so if you worked at Blockbuster and only got the benefit, right? So you could eat there for free, you could watch the movie for free, but you didn't get paid. Right. That that wouldn't that wouldn't be a good deal. <laughs> no, uh my, my argument uh, like I said, when when the last thing I want to say on this cuz we could this is an yeah. old argument. I got but you. but uh 
when there was a stretch, I think I was living in Seattle at the time, okay. and there was a stretch where the Huskies, the Washington Huskies, and the Cougars, they had like six discipline things like in a row. Like yeah. it was like six straight days of this guy got busted for this, and this guy got busted for this, and it was just nonstop. Yeah. And it was football. And all I said was, my pr- proposition is, uh, violations, it's uh, you lose part of your scholarship. And you but, get a bill, and you get a bill sent out of your door, and this, you, you do it once, and those kids will never get busted again. Yeah, but this is the thing, though. This is where the violations stretch to. I remember walking. I remember walking on right. campus. Me and me and my wife. Well, she was my girlfriend then. Me and Nicole were walking. It was a snow blizzard. It was freezing, right? So Coach Orr came by. He was like, "Pick you up." And I can give Nicole a ride, but I can't give you a ride. Right. I was like, are you serious? That, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's crazy. Right. He was like, I can't give you a but ride. That's why you and I are on the same page. Because all the things that I want can only happen if that's not a rule. All the things that I want are idealistic. And they only if they're not what they're, those rules are stupid. If oh. Lewis Orr wants to pick you up in a snowstorm that's that's yeah. the stupidest thing in the world i agree i agree 100%. right so that, and that's why i'm saying this is a, an argument as old as time it's yeah, a tale as old as time I um i don't i don't know uh i want to play this this clip it's a five minute yeah. clip i'll plug All my right. mic out so you can hear it um yeah. this is uh bill maher who we have never I, i'm not a i'm not a I'm not an appointment viewer of Bill Maher. I like him, but I'm, I'm not. His show doesn't like. It's not like, oh my god, I gotta get home. Bill Maher's on. Like that doesn't. Okay. It's not how I, I operate. Like sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's not just that I. Everybody I've watched, I disagree with, and I agree sometimes. Right. But for Bill Maher, sometimes he gets a little too comfortable. Sometimes I think that's <laughs> the only way to phrase it. Okay. You know, he had, different. he had this guest. He had uh, Fox Sports Radio's Colin Cowherd. And I like Colin, and I consider Colin a friend. Um, he's an interesting dude. <laughs> we can talk about that in a second. But this is yeah. Bill Maher. He's a great guy. Great, great guy. Okay. Um, this is Bill Maher with Colin Cowherd as his guest. Uh, it's about five minutes. And what we'll do is we'll go full screen. And well, I, I'm wondering, let me ask you a semi-political question here, because I sure. think this could really affect Trump. The fact that there's no college football, because I think a lot of people uh, in this country are like, well, Trump, you know, <laughs> you can kill granny and you can tank the economy. But you know what? Don't check away my football. If I can't paint my face like it's Halloween and get blackout drunk at nine in the morning in a parking lot and go watch 19 year olds give each other brain damage, you have just lost my vote. Do you think that's that actually could affect the election? Listen, we have two people running for president that are in their late 70s. I don't <laughs> think it's the most dynamic presidential election of my life. I'm not sure how we got here. Um, I think people in America, there's a referendum bill, and they're going to vote against the sitting president, not necessarily for his challenger. I believe that to be true. I believe suburban housewives have turned. That's my guess. Um, I don't think football would affect it. Uh, NFL will go on. It will make it through. I mean, again, they're going to have, we're going to have a lot of players test positive. Let's not freak out. Like they're not promising us in the NFL 
They're not promising us. Nobody's going to test positive. College football right now, two conferences out, three in. My guess is in a week, they're all out. Yeah. And, and baseball, if I go back to that for one minute, I mean, they are flirting sometimes now with canceling their season because we've had teams that did get a lot of players sick. Yeah. The Marlins, I think, and the Cardinals, right? Oh. And then, you know, you have to go to basically the, you know, next man up, and, you know, it's a lot of scrubs playing. But I, I, I must... I hope they don't cancel the season for any reason. I think it would be terrible for morale. I think I think somebody has to run the flag up and say, we're the can-do people. We played sports during World War II. You know, the, right. during World War II, the Steelers in football, I'm sure you know this, and the Eagles, the two Pennsylvania teams combined to make one team, the Steagles. That's what they said, because there's an emergency on, and we're just going to get through it. Ted Williams probably would have hit 800 homers if he didn't have to fight in two wars. We're the can-do people. We don't quit. We keep playing. Don't you think that's important? Well, Bill, if you really look at what's worked here, UFC, Dana White, aggressive, rented an island. NASCAR, aggressive, we're going for it. Golf, early, no fans, we're going for it. The people that have bulldozed through social media fear-mongering, the people who have been steadfast in their beliefs, those sports and those leagues have worked. If you're going to sit around and worry about what they say on Twitter, you're in, there's, a, there's a lot of fear porn. You're in big trouble. Right. <laughs> and so Dana White, NFL, right. NFL, Bill, you know this. Those owners want a season. We're going to have a season. What do you think, speaking of Twitter, what do you think of, Popovich, Greg Dana Popovich White. standing. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, we went from, like, for only a year ago, I mean, almost nobody was kneeling. I remember when that issue first came up, and I said, well, given the history of this country, it wouldn't be such a bad idea if everybody in the stadium, all the fans kneeled too. I mean, and now that's kind of what's happening. Everybody's kneeling. And Greg Popovich, who has impeccable liberal credentials, he, he just said, look, I just made the decision at the moment everyone was kneeling but they played the anthem and i just felt like standing and i thought yeah you know what you can do both things you can say yeah. black lives matter and i love my country and how about just you do you i'll do me we don't do all the same thing at the same time all the time well your resume should matter okay lebron james did not put black lives matter on his jersey he didn't give us an answer why right he he has equity in this Popovich, right. isn't it nice that your resume matters and you're not judged in a singular photo on social media. Right. You know, Bill, I've, I've never talked about this, but I've always had this feeling that all sports asks something of us. Um, baseball asks us no clock, be patient. It'll take a while. <laughs> football, football asks us there's a regulated level of violence. You have to be comfortable with some of it. And the NBA with LeBron James asks us, there are social causes in the black community that we care about. And we'll wear a T-shirt or we may kneel. And that's okay. I opt in on that. Now, I don't think we should be arrogant. Let's not be naive. Kneeling doesn't land the same for everybody. You're a talk show host, I am. You, you say something on the air, it lands completely different. It's not contextualized on social media. And you can't believe what's happening with the clickbait. Right. So that kneeling to me lands as police reform and social justice right not for everybody but it's okay you know i think you may have talked about this if we're demanding growth from people you can't simultaneously demand perfection right drew Brees was tone deaf 
But that's okay because then, then his teammates, he discusses this and he goes, okay, I was tone deaf. That's what growth is, Bill. Right. It's making mistakes, the ability to make mistakes. Too often now we want perfection and growth and they can't coexist. Right. And as I've said many times, you can hate Trump. You can't hate all the people who like him. It's just too many people, you know, and... Thoughts? A lot of thoughts. My, you know. my, my first takeaway is he thinks that all three leagues are going to uh, uh, cancel by the end of the week. He's, all he, three. He said the, SE, the, the, the three left, the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC by the end of the week. Now, why by the end of the week? That's just what he said. I don't know. Oh, I mean, did he give any specific reason as to? No, why? he he. Um, no, I don't think it was it was a specific reason. He just thinks that um, the argument is just show that you're going for it, and that what the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Twelve are doing is they're trying, and they still have you know three and a half weeks before their first game, and. Let's see if we actually get there. Well, my problem is they already did that. They already did the try thing. I mean, the try what thing. What they try? Spring they practice? The voluntary practice? Yeah. Because, I mean, how many players on how many teams had breakouts of the coronavirus? I mean, I, I don't know the stat, but I know just off the top of my head, I could list maybe seven different teams that, that happened, seven or eight, right? So, I mean, that's that's the try part. If you can't get that part right, then – Everything kind of goes downhill from there. And then I always question how many, how many programs haven't reported it? Because that was a, a, a concern. We talked about it before. That they, well, they don't say they, they reported it to like the health groups. Yeah, but not to the media. So not nobody knows. Right. No. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a couple in there, at least what? At least a few that you can have that fall into that category. So that's the trying part. You've tried. It don't work. One of the neat things on Twitch that they have is a poll. And so I asked a poll question. So if you're new to the show and, or, or if you're old, this is the first time we've ever done one of these. Uh, check out the poll. And it's only open for 10 minutes. Uh, what happens first? Choice A, the ACC cancels. Again, we're Syracuse people. We don't care about the other conferences. Uh, or B, the Big Ten reverses a decision. Now, that could be Pac-12. Uh, Justin Fields and about 15,000 uh, um, Big Ten players um all got a petition going and they they're they're going for it they're they're just they're going for it and uh they're saying we want to play and then a bunch of parents are saying they want to play and again there is no test that you have to take to become a parent um anybody anybody who can knows how to do a dirty thing knows how to become a parent and I, I, don't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being a parent going, let them play. Let them play. Like, I can't imagine that. I can't either. But, I mean, that's – you got to – you still have never watched Friday Night Tights. I always reference it. You got to watch gonna, it. This little dude had four concussions. Four. No. And the parents was like, are you okay? All right, we got a big game coming up this I weekend. I know that. No, you can't do that. You can't. I was like, you can't he's on his that. fourth. I was like, this is, but no. So after seeing this show, I wouldn't put anything past parents because these are little babies. These cats are not even in middle school. You know what I mean? Like they're little, little. And 
it's just a different world. So after that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put anything past Paris. No, I can't. I, I, I no, I can't. Uh, no, <laughs> good, no. no. <laughs> I, I, well, I, 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 I could do. Positive things in it too, though. I mean, I, I tell you the bad, but it has some positive things in there. Helping the kids, and you see a kid that was that sucked in the beginning of the season, then he's he's playing well, and he got the triumph and the victory. You know, so it has some positive stuff too. I get it. I, I, I hear you. But, I, look, like I said, it, it's it's not. It's it's one of those things where where all I'm saying is I I feel badly, but let it be somebody else. I get it. I get that. <laughs> let, let 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 it be let it be just somebody else, and I you know it's 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 pretty bad. It's pretty it's pretty bad. Uh, we have a, a little bit of a short show today. Um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna re rack uh, this hour. Uh, coming up immediately following uh, because the mic is so good. You just want to hear it more. Um, <laughs> but uh, and, and for different reasons. So we've got some good plans uh, for, for the for the show this week. Uh, but I am actually getting my antibody test. Did we lose a ton? We lost a ton. Well, that's a weird position for him to be frozen in like that. Anyway, I'm getting my antibody test, and I'm interested because I found out this lady that we were with on Friday, uh, she has the antibody. And it turns out that she was sick in January. And she was sick in January, and it turns out she had COVID. She, she had it. And I didn't know that. I'm just making sure that if Atan comes back, I can get him. Um, and she has the antibodies because technically she had COVID. She thought she had the flu. And this was in January. And we were with them in January. So there's a chance. I didn't feel that sick, I don't think. But I'm curious. And I'm not going to change any of my ideas, but I have a lot of anxiety about going to... Syracuse going to campus campus is freaking me out I'm, I'm not gonna lie it's freaking me out um I can't imagine I can't imagine and I saw all the protocols and I know all the protocols and there's rules on how kids have to enter the classroom and I saw a picture of this lady she had the mask and a face shield and she looked like a robot she looked like a stormtrooper and I I don't know I I'm I I'm not comfortable. I'm going to do it because I love what I do and I love teaching a class. Um, but I can't even imagine, like, I can't even imagine if that's, you know, if that's the way it goes, that's, that's going to be strange. That's going to be strange. So, uh, my doctor sent me a prescription, said, get the antibody test and let's find out. And if you have the antibodies, isn't that an interesting peace of mind? And I'm not saying it because now suddenly I'm going to the shop right and I'm going to go, you know, grocery shopping and start going to parties and go to the beach. It just means that I'll feel more comfortable about a social distancing visit. I'll, I'll have a better time and, you know, whatever, whatever they can do, whatever, whatever actually they, they, it can happen. I just told Atan, same link. So if he can come back, he can come back. We only have about eight minutes to go. Uh, anyway, and if you're uh, watching the show for the first time, 
and we do have some new people. Um, what I would ask if you you followed that's half the battle. If you have Amazon Prime, and I I know I'm supposed to say that if you don't have Amazon Prime, just pay money, but don't do that. Um, you should you should subscribe to this channel. If you subscribe to this channel with Amazon Prime, it's completely free. So you just hit the little subscribe button, and uh, that that's all it is. You hit the subscribe button. It'll ask you, do you want to link your Twitch account to your uh, Amazon Prime account? And I said, okay. And if you want to do that, then we can. You know, then then we can. And it's and it's very simple. Um, yeah, and you, and you and you can do that. And I think that's pretty. I, look, it would be lovely. We'd appreciate it, and it's how we can keep doing this uh, as well. All right, let's see if we can get him back. Dun, dun, dun. Did it work? We got him. Dumb back. Oh, now you're on like your phone or something. Yep, I had to. I couldn't get back on uh, my laptop for some reason. Oh. And the thing about it is this only happens with Zoom. This didn't happen with House Party. We had other issues with House Party, but we didn't have this. <laughs> um, there's a, a new feature on the Twitch channel that lets you have a welcome video. So it's a video that plays uh -huh. when you're offline. Okay. And I tried to load up the, uh, the chewing gum guy. <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> that was classic. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's the thing. Anyway, I'm going to get the antibody test in about eight minutes, and I oh. said why I'm doing it. I'm not going to change my practices, but uh, one thing we did learn. So that couple that we were with on Friday, I told you about the doctor. Uh -huh. She tested positive for the antibodies, and we're like, what? Because she never had COVID, and the only thing she theorizes, and this is literally just a theory, is uh -huh. that. She thinks that in January, um, she had like a cold or the flu or something. She got uh -huh. sick. But in January, nobody was talking about a coronavirus. And so she had it. And it turns out she had COVID. And she didn't oh, give it wow. to her. She didn't have it. Give it. This is her theory. I mean, she doesn't know. Yeah. But that's she, a, she, yeah. it's a stretch. But it's a stretch. When, when, when she said it, I looked at my wife and I said, weren't we with them in January? Mm. So I, I'm doing it. I'm going to take the antibody test because going on campus freaks me out. And I said this to the audience. Um, I saw that we had this big meeting on Friday. I actually uh, mm -hmm. stepped away and I, I joined it on my, my phone. And it was a Zoom. And everything's on Zoom. And um, they showed pictures of the protocols. And, I mean, there's some serious protocols. Like, there's a formula on how the students walk in and the first person to walk in has to be the last person to leave. And the last person in has to be the first person to leave. And like, there's all these rules on, and there's designated seats and there'll be stickers of where you can sit and where you can't. And yeah. there's specific bathrooms and all these different things. Yeah. And they show this picture of this woman cause they're offering face shields and masks. Right. She looked like a stormtrooper. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's not a teacher. I'd rather right. be on Zoom. You're more personable on that. Of course, not even close. That's not even close. It's not. It's not even so, close. So, so my son starts high school um, next week, next Monday, next and week. he has his his yeah next week, 
and his whole schedule, and it's all on Zoom. Everything's virtual. Everything. Yeah, that's how we're that's how we're doing uh, during that's how we're doing the our our you know our kids. But we we have some time. We're not until like I think. Usually after the, Labor Day, right? Yeah, after Labor Day, I think. That's what I thought. I think. Yeah. All right. Um, who do you like in the NBA playoffs? Before it um, started, I know there's a game started, but I haven't looked at the score, so I don't know. So you have to give me a game in particular. No, I mean, no, no. In, when, who's going to win the whole thing? Who's going to win the whole thing? Well, Malcolm is rooting hard for Giannis in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. so I just kind of roll with him. You know, that's like his that's his that's his guy. We study him. He wants to play like him, so we roll with him. Um, if I had to bet on it, I would probably say between the Clippers, honestly, I mean, the Lakers are the most exciting to watch. I just think the Clippers, I don't, I, I like them. So we'll see. But, but the, I mean, the Lakers are going to have to get past Portland. I think that's going to be like the series, the first series. Like I, you know, okay. Carmelo, Lakers, Portland. Yeah. Carmelo, you know, making his comeback and Damian Lillard playing out of his mind, the bubble MVP, um, you know, CJ McCullough. Well, that's what he is—the bubble MVP. The that's bubble what, that's MVP. the word he got. Yeah, the bubble MVP. Okay, uh, of these series, tell me what uh, what chances I have of an upset. Okay, I'll read them to you. Okay. Mo- Milwaukee, Orlando, no chance. Nope. Okay. Th- again, hockey yep. fans, every first round series there was upsets. Um, yeah. Toronto, Brooklyn. Toronto. Right. Uh, Boston, Philly. I'm interested. Boston. Right. I think Boston now, especially with Ben Simmons being hurt. So, right. uh, the four five in the East, Indiana, Miami. Well, I mean, a four and five isn't really an upset if it goes either way. I don't, you know what I mean? So that's uh-huh. so close. But I still think Miami will come out on that. I don't know if they're four or five, but that that doesn't count. I'm gonna look on the on the app. But would you take a bet on Portland over the Lakers? Seven game so series. You have Portland. I'm saying, would you take Portland? Well, it's not. You, you don't make money if if you take the Lakers. That's true. I don't think Portland's going to beat them. I just think it's going to be a a, a good good series. a good series. Yeah. Clippers, Dallas. Yeah, Clippers. Denver, Utah. Utah. Really? Yeah, I got Utah with that one. That's the six. Well, Denver's been playing pretty good, though. They've, they've been pretty impressive. Uh, and then Houston, Oklahoma City. Well, I, I, I could never that's bet for Houston. Oklahoma City. That's yeah, that's Houston. Houston. Yeah. I want Oklahoma City getting the hell out of the bubble. Get out of the I... bubble, you dirty rats. <laughs> I hear you. We got to get Seattle a team because, you know what I mean? I'm not getting – I'm not over this. <laughs> we got to get Seattle a team. I'm not over this. Uh, I want to just say um, – uh, give credit – they reached out to me. Uh, we couldn't do it uh, time-wise. We were going to get one of the owners on. Uh, Elton Brand. Um, oh. uh, Elton Brand, uh, the company um, mm-hmm. that Elton Brand represents, he's the general manager of the Sixers. The ownership is called Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment. They own the Philadelphia 76ers, the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey Devils, all right. Uh, and they own the Prudential Center in New York. Uh, in New Jersey, rather, and um, they have committed twenty million dollars in a 
company-wide plan to fight systemic racism. $20 million, that is nothing to sneeze at. That's great. That's good uh, stuff. Brand told the undefeated, looking at things from my perspective as a black man in America. Isn't it weird when I read those quotes? Um, <laughs> as an executive for HBSC, uh, I really wanted to have action in more than just words, and that's what really excites me about this. They're not just allies. They're going to another level in terms of being part of actual change. And that's what I tweeted. Because I, I, they tipped me off about this this morning, and I said that you know I, I, I wanted to air the press conference, but we were doing a show, um, and they, they're they just they're good people. Uh, Scott O'Neill and Josh Harris and David Blitzer, and uh -huh. there's been an argument about their commitment to the Sixers. Okay. You know, um, they kind of let in their basketball people do it, and they're not taking a very active role, and they are one of the finalists to buy the New York Mets. Uh. That's the only organization that could buy the Mets that I'd be remotely interested in. <laughs> Because they're good people, and they would buy a, a really awful team. Um, I got you. The leader, according to the reports this weekend, was that the leader is uh, A-Rod and J-Lo. Uh-oh. That's the leader <laughs> to buy the match. Uh-oh. And that's just great. That's that's literally like Lex Luthor buying the holodoom. Like, it's, right. just, it's just perfect. Yeah, um, I hear you. <laughs> oh, you put A-Rod in the Mets. If I don't have a reason to – like – my hatred to the Mets is their ownership. I right. didn't get along with their ownership. That's that's uh, Jeff Wilpon's a phony baloney, and but but he's not the king phony. The king phony is Alex Rodriguez, and oh, if he becomes <laughs> the managing general partner of the of the New York Mets, I will laugh. That I don't know if you saw what I tweeted. I did this Smithers. The <laughs> no, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so. All right, so here's what we've got. Um, tomorrow there's a show. Jay Mariotti, we believe, uh, is going to be here. Um, I reached out to him. He hasn't gotten back, but he usually does. Um, uh -huh. If But we're definitely having a show tomorrow at 1. You can't do the show. Um, Wednesday, neither of us can do a show. Right. You have something, and I have something. And yeah. it, this has been in the news, and I've been tweeting about it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put this in the chat uh, as well. Uh, it's a kind of a long link. It's a change.org link. Um, okay. I'm a part of SAG-AFTRA, the union, uh -huh. uh, the Screen Actors Guild, and the uh, Association, Fe uh, the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. Uh, AFTRA, SAG and AFTRA merged. They became SAG-AFTRA, and uh -huh. as a result of COVID, they have changed their um, eligibility requirements and their premiums uh, uh -huh. to make it a lot harder to have health insurance. And that's how I get my health insurance and a bunch of people with much bigger social media followings than I have uh, have been posting this link. And I believe they're up to like 20,000 signatures. And all I can say is to everybody, it's on my Facebook, it's on my Twitter. I'm going to put it on my Instagram if I you know how to do that. Um, mm -hmm. But I want that. Every, just sign it. Just sign it. Because if enough people sign that thing maybe they go back and it's not the union because the union didn't do this. It's the health fund and the health fund, which has been one of the greatest health funds. I mean, it's not on the level of the NBA players association or the baseball players association, but right, right, SAG after right. is a pretty good union and they are, um, they're pretty impressive. Um, and uh, hopefully they do the right thing. I think I still qualify. So I don't, I'm not that worried that I'm going to lose my health insurance. But it just became a lot harder. 
Right. It just became a right. lot harder. And it's in, you could look at uh, Variety or Hollywood Reporter. Uh, just type. I mean, if you go to Google and type in SAG-AFTRA, <laughs> you'll see the news. It's been all over the news. And uh, shout out to Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. And she's the voice of Harley Quinn on uh, oh, okay. On, uh, Kaylee Cuoco, she has been spearheading this thing, and it's really cool because her residuals, she qualifies just on a rerun of Big Bang Theory, and right. she's doing it anyway, and I love that. I, I admire th- when people are doing something that doesn't benefit them personally, but it benefits right. me. I'm like, right. Right, right on. Like, that's awesome. And, yeah. you know, I take back all the things I said about that Harley Quinn show. But uh, <laughs> I hear you though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, last thing, last thing, and I I gotta go. Um, okay. Did you ever see the documentary about Muhammad Ali and Dick Cavett? I don't think I saw that one. Wow, it was uh, good. Wow, it's so good. It's um, it's a story about for some reason Muhammad Ali when he was Cassius Clay. Hmm. Hit it off with Dick Cabot, who is the opposite of Muhammad of, of Cassius Clay, like okay. different backgrounds, different race. And during a time mm-hmm. of serious racial strife, you know, Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali befriends uh, Mac- Malcolm X mm-hmm. and Dick Cabot still kept putting him on his show. And mm-hmm. uh, Dick Cabot was asking hard questions and Muhammad Ali responded. And it's just a really interesting thing. And it's not just the Muhammad Ali story. It's both of their stories combined. And it's really interesting because uh, Dick Cavett's still alive, so he's commenting on everything, and Muhammad Ali okay. is obviously not, and that's right. pretty amazing. But um, okay. I don't know. I'll I, I, check I, that out. Very highly recommended. You know, Muhammad Ali had such pizzazz, such um, ability to um, just make you laugh and make you engaged. And mm-hmm. a lot of times what happens is history shows Muhammad Ali only when he's speaking and he's screaming and he's chanting. And mm-hmm. that's not just who he was. He okay. was. It's not just, you know, stings like a bee. And, you know, it's not just that. That's part right. of his show. Right. He's a cool guy. And, and I, yeah. I just find him really, really interesting. And nobody knows a lot about him. And Dick Cavett was able to get that out of him. And he, Dick Cavett never put Michael uh, Malcolm X on, uh, mm-hmm. but after Malcolm X is killed, uh, Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali came on his show and explained the divide and what how things changed. And oh my God, it was really really interesting. Uh, okay. It's on HBO. It's on HBO, and so it's on HBO Max, which is a streaming app. Okay. All right. What's it called again? Uh, Ali and Cavett. <laughs> Ali and Cavett. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's it, it's really good. It, I I saw it this morning, uh, at like so. This is the worst feeling in the world. I you sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. but you go back to sleep. I woke right. up this morning at three twenty. Mm. I have to be up at four oh nine. Oh yeah, that sucks. I couldn't go back to sleep. Like I I wouldn't let myself go back to sleep. Yeah, that sucks. And so I was up early, and I sat here, and I was writing all my my updates and my scripts and stuff. And I popped it on, and wow, what a great documentary. I'm so glad that I did. All right, cool. Sounds good. I'm going to have to check that out. I mean, right. I haven't seen a, a Muhammad Ali documentary that I didn't like, so. Oh, no, this is very good. And it's, it's, uh. it's I mean, it's obviously he's the centerpiece because he's the bigger star, but right. Dick Cavett is a guy who had a talk show when not everybody had a talk show. 
Right. You know, and it's 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 a different time. And Muhammad Ali always says, he says, how come you always ask me to come on after I lose? <laughs> how do you ask me? And he goes, he goes, is it because you think this chin is swollen? <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's, it's really good. Uh, it's really, really fun. All right. So here's the plan. There's a show tomorrow. And then yep. there's a show Thursday at night. We're doing a yes. watch party for yes. Clipper. Uh, nope. Lakers Blazers game two. Game two. That's right. Lakers Blazers game two. And mm-hmm. all I know is now Atan has a project, and every time Atan gets a project, he delivers. This is <laughs> he's in his wheelhouse now because his brain has been thinking, who should I get on? And what who should I, I get? Do, right. And what should yeah. I do with this? And now yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Jim Beheim's on there and yelling <laughs> at us. And you never yelling know. at us. You never know. <laughs> Never know. But anyway, uh, if you're if you miss uh, part of the show, we're going to replay it literally in two seconds.